Wonderful. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Media Gel podcast. I am your host, Guillermo Bravo. Today, we'll be discussing the four, uh, four festival market, music festival marketing strategies for cannabis brands uh, with Courtney Brown. Uh, Media Gel connects brands and retailers with cannabis consumers through our ad network of mainstream publishers, mobile apps, games, and TV. Uh, we help cannabis companies advertise on Google, support an SEO, and activate data with display advertising to support e-commerce sales. Courtney Brown is the digital marketing manager at MediaGel. She's she brings seven years of digital marketing and demand generation experience to today's podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Hey everyone. It is great to be back, and especially on this week of all weeks, uh, we just celebrated 420, which is always a great day to reflect on how far this industry has come in the last 10 years. And of course, show some love to our beautiful green plant that the, our industry is built around. Um, Media Gel just launched the Media Gel Data Shop, an online store that allows businesses to easily find and purchase cannabis audience data with just a few clicks. It's really easy. Uh, Guillermo's going to be announcing this a little later in the podcast, so stay tuned. That is a huge announcement. Plus, we just had Coachella, and that is what we are here to discuss today for music festival marketing strategies for cannabis brands. I know everyone is fatigued from the last two years. People want to travel and people want to party. (laughs) Music (laughs) festivals are back in a big way. Uh, Did anyone go to Coachella here? drop it in the chat, let us know. Um, stats are showing that around 750,000 people attended Coachella this year. So that's a huge influx of people into one area. And if you were prepared, your cannabis brand was poised to capitalize on the audience data. And those efforts will continue to benefit your programmatic campaigns over the next year. Okay, Guillermo, let's break this into pre, during, and post event okay. preparation. So everyone can be ready to target their next big music festival. I know everyone wants to jump into the flashy creatives first, but step one should be aggregating your data. Yep. Can you share your tips for how brands can organize their first, second, and third party data into an audience pool so businesses can get their ads in front of the right people? Yeah, the first would be first party data. And this is the you know, one of the most underutilized data points for you know, retail customers and brands. Uh, so you have access to all your existing customer information, whether it's from your website, your e-commerce platform, or your point of sale system, you can compile this data and, you know, uh, kind of uh, just put it all into a CRM. So that would be something like a Alpine IQ or SpringBrig. And then from here, you can understand different uh, patterns that you can leverage in your campaigns. Uh, so for example, if you built your your first party data, you can leverage this for nurturing existing customers through email and SMS marketing. And then you can understand your persona so that you can leverage them for, let's say, display advertising later. Um, so you have all that first party data accessible to you. You're already capturing it through any pre-orders or e-commerce orders or in-store orders. So definitely want to take advantage of that as that's the most valuable data uh, to you as a brand. <clears throat> and then second party data would be you know, a consumer shares that first party data with you. And then you as a company can share this with another company if you think they would benefit from this. Uh, you know, some, uh, an example of this would be, you know, sharing that data with someone in your supply chain uh, for different brands that are related to each, each uh, market. 
Um, so that's another way. And then third-party data, that's for a broader use around uh, across the entire ad ecosystem. So, you know, data sets that are collected and managed by organizations that are not directly, like you're not directly um, uh, communicating with the consumer. So you can purchase this data, let's say from a new frontier data or other third-party data sources. And then you can leverage this third-party data, layer that onto your first-party data so that you can have uh, even more accurate targeting for some of the adding, some of the marketing opportunities that you're you're executing on. So there's a lot of different ways that you can leverage data, and you know, data is uh, more valuable than oil now. Uh, yes. So it's uh, and oil's getting really expensive. So <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. So definitely uh, be sure you know how to kind of consolidate all that data into one pla place, and then how you can actually activate that data. Yeah. Now, this is huge, right? Many businesses fall short on this, and it's step one. Uh, it requires a certain amount of level of marketing, marketing acumen and data analysis, but it bears yeah. mentioning that data is not just targeting age and gender demographics. You, yeah. you, you want to use your first-party data and incorporate and enrich it with that second and third-party information. Uh, and then you can model it out and find users with similar behaviors to help achieve a broader scale and make sure you're spending your ad dollars more effectively. Yep. Uh, another way that you could build out your cannabis audience pool is with the Media Gel Data Shop, which is curated compliant data. Guillermo, do you wanna tell us about what we launched yesterday on 420? Yeah, no, 420 was a huge day for cannabis data and for advertising. Uh, we officially launched our joint partnership with Narrative.io. Um, and the launch of Media Gel Data Shop. So, you know, this feature is a stash of cannabis-related data sets ranging from, let's say, the cannabis enthusiasts to the different buyers by state and even, even admirers, uh, you know, allows companies to gain insights into when product demand is peaking and also the most popular product, uh, cannabis products and regional breakdowns of the different cannabis marketplaces. So, you know, whether it whether you are a cannabis company looking to increase brand awareness or you're a concert venue, you know, that's looking to target cannabis consumers, you know, the media gel data shop is the easiest way to acquire uh, secure cannabis audience data so that you can activate that in any of your campaigns. And Courtney, if you can post, we have a link so you can uh, look into this a little bit further. We'll post in the Zoom chat here. I just dropped it in there, so it's ready to awesome. go. Yeah. Awesome. This is such an exciting partnership that can help you build your audience quickly. So you will definitely want to head over there and take a look. It's really easy to navigate. Before we move on, there are two crucial tactics to target musical music festival attendees, not only while they're at the event, but retargeting once the event is over. So Guillermo, what are the two tactics that we use to get ads in front of those audiences that are on site and in attendance at a music festival? Yeah, so the first one's going to be geofencing. Uh, so you can draw, you, know, you can draw a fence around the location of the event, so you can serve impressions to anyone that walks within that fence. Uh, so an example would be, you know, just drawing a, a fence around uh, the polo fields in Coachella, or any of the uh, events that you know uh, kind of are planned throughout the festival season. And then geoframing, so you can actually do look-back targeting on anyone that was at an event in the past. So, uh, you know, you can do a six month look back into everyone that was at Polo Field over the last six months, since we know that Polo Field is 
uh, known for these type of events. They have Coachella, they have Stagecoach and other events there. So that you could put that, those, um, those consumers or the, that, those people into an audience that you can target for other events. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that you can uh, capture information and demographics from people that are at events. And those are kind of the two of the simplest ways to do so. And you can keep targeting those device IDs for months to come. So yeah. definitely very, very valuable. Okay, let's shift a little now that we have our data sorted. Uh, Guillermo, what are the next steps a business should take to prepare to market to an upcoming music festival? Yeah, so, you know, the, the music festival scene has its own, you know, kind of lifestyle and culture. So, you know, we'll want to create content to match that culture. Uh, so content curation, uh, whether it's like a photo shoot, videos, blog posts, they should all be done beforehand. Uh, so do photo shoots with your product before, you know, with, with uh, people in festival attire. Um, so that would be kind of step one is content curation. Uh, you know, it can take a lot of effort, whether you want to do photos, videos, or simple uh, content posts, but it's definitely uh, step one. And then once you have all that content, then you want to create a content calendar and you want to schedule that through social media. Uh, so these assets can be used for your own company, but then they can also be used for, you know, influencers if you want to, you know, to go down that route to really promote your brand. And then you want to add the content to your website uh, to, you know, to make it really special for the, for the visitors as it leads up to an event. Now you can also include it in your loyalty program. So if you have a uh, campaign that is for Coachella specifically, then you can, you know, do like a one week to four week takeover of your website and you can just kind of change the background imagery and some of the, the content on the site. So it just kind of reflects what's going on in your local area. And then you can syndicate all this content that you've created uh, through digital marketing channels. And you can just, you know, you can do this to increase your brand awareness and just to make sure that you have all kind of content pieces prepared so that you can uh, provide all these assets to third parties or leverage it for yourself. So there's a lot of different ways um, that you can prepare for a, you know, for a music festival. And you just want to make sure that you have ample time so that you can, you know, hire the actors or you know, anyone that you need on your team to actually create this content. So. That does sound like a huge amount of prep work. Yep. So definitely make sure you leave plenty of time before the festival to get everything ready. It's a lot more than you would think it would be. I love the idea of curating a photo shoot with festival attire. How fun does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and in, including influencers when you can, that adds a great element to your branding and social in your ads and it really gets people excited about the upcoming event. Plus, you know, it plants that seed that you got to bring this brand along with you to have this much fun. And so once you have all your creatives ready to go, yep. how many weeks before the festival should you consider launching a festival focused brand awareness campaign? And what channels would you recommend launching these ads on? Yeah, I would have the campaign ready, you know, one month before the event. You know, this gives you ample time to curate the content, get the ads ready to be published, and make sure that you have all the different sizes available for every advertising channel. So definitely give yourself at least a month. Uh, you know, I, I would recommend, you know, in the beginning of or the end of the year, you should actually have your kind of event calendar all planned out for the entire following year. So if you can do that, you can get way ahead and you can you know, order a lot of the marketing materials and anything that you'd need to, um, any of the content that you need to create for the event. So it's, 
it's uh, well prepared. And as far as driving brand awareness for campaigns, uh, drive, driving brand awareness through campaigns for your cannabis brand, uh, the first one I would look at is probably digital home ad advertising. So this includes billboards uh, that can be found at like gas stations, restaurants, bars, and other locations where cannabis consumers, you know, regular state spend time. And the great thing about this is if you, you know, you're using the MediaGel platform, we can actually attribute and track sales back to a digital out-of-home um, advertising campaign. So that's, uh, that's the first channel. The second would be display advertising. So, you know, this is a digital replacement for billboards on your phone. Uh, and this includes, you know, like text, images, audio and video ads that can be placed across mainstream media. So that can be done through the media gel display ad network, uh, which will allow you to, to advertise more explicit content where you can show some of the product, but you can't show the use of the product. And then also the Google display network. So you can run kind of discovery campaigns or display campaigns on uh, Gmail, YouTube and Google apps on your phone. And you can you know, display those type of content pieces there. And you want to make sure that you, when you do, when you do advertise on the, the Google display network, that you should uh, use more conservative lifestyle photos. Definitely. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> otherwise you won't get anything approved. Yeah. And then another would be connected TV streaming. So connected TV is a, you know, a device, um, you know, connected to your TV or, you know, something that supports video streaming. So, you know, like an Xbox, a PlayStation, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, like all these allow you to stream TV. And when consumers are streaming videos on publishers, you know, within the MediaGel network, that we can actually show those videos uh, to, to people when they're like before or after they're streaming video. Gotcha. And then, uh, you know, kind of seeing some, some of this uh, at hand here in Miami, uh, you know, different events you can you can leverage as billboards you can do mobile billboard trucks you know i've seen airplane banner advertisements here in miami um, oh, you know, wow. different, different uh, large events um yeah marketing tactics that you see like at art basel or coachella like I, I remember being at coachella and seeing you know the the uh, cannabis delivery apps with their uh you know airplane banners going through through and around the event so that's a really popular you know, campaign type. This is a good tactic. Definitely map out your budget, make sure that you have a, you know, a really great target with what you're going to do. You can't do it all. Um, but these are some really great tactics. Uh, should we see if there's any questions? Yeah. If anyone would like to ask questions, uh, please, uh, just familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with the Q and a on the bottom or the chat. And we'll be happy to answer any questions you have for us live here. Uh, and just a reminder that this webinar is available on demand on Friday morning. So there's a ton of fantastic information that Guillermo just covered. You're going to want to revisit it when planning your music festival strategy. Um, so take a look at that and you can go to the mediagel.com site forward slash or uh, select webinars and it will be right there for your viewing pleasure. Okay. So We've covered a lot, but we can't forget about social media. So yeah. after all, you know, music festivals are just an influencer's dream. I mean, that's where all of that beautiful content is created. How would you recommend brands prepare their social media strategies for an upcoming festival? 
And we kind of covered the first phase is curating your content. So make sure all your content is put together and organized, uh, you know, maybe in a Google Drive so that you can make it accessible for ambassadors if you want to go down that route. Uh, so you can send ambassador, you know, brand ambassadors and influencers uh, to the festival with your actual product packaging. So if you, you know, if you have uh, like a vape pen or a specific flower brand, uh, you know, maybe take a picture of the packaging while they're out at the event uh, so that they can kind of show the product out in the wild. Like Another that. one. Yeah. 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 And then you can leverage, uh, you know, social media influencer networks to syndicate your content. So there is different networks out there like Dink City or Top Free Agency uh, where you can do swipe up campaigns through Instagram and Snapchat stories. So, you know, someone is on there, someone's, you know, in Los Angeles or in Las Vegas um, and they're, they want to go to Coachella, maybe they'll start to see some of that content pop up in their feed of different friends that are at the event. Uh, and then, you know, really just prepare yourselves on the hashtags before. So, you know, put together a list of any of the top 10 hashtags. And then if you could, I would encourage the ambassadors to actually check in and kind of pin drop their location so that anyone that searches that actual location will start to see your images in the feed there. So, you know, you really want to, to give your ambassadors and influencers kind of all the content that it, you know, as possible, product if possible, uh, and then, you know, really uh, give them all the tools so that they can actually tag you on those platforms. So uh, social media is definitely gonna be a huge one. Instagram and Facebook is where a large, large number of our uh, cannabis consumers are. So you definitely wanna be present on those two platforms. Uh, yeah. That's great. You covered a lot of ground there. I mean, social media strategies are important and being on site, you know, it's, it's been a long time since I've been to an event like that <laughs> a few years now, but I always love what, you know, seeing brands having a presence on site. Uh, but there is still more to consider with content. What should brands be doing on their website for a music festival preparation in terms of content and incentive incentives? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first thing, you know, kind of in sync with your, the content that you created for your social media platforms, you should definitely create content for your blog. Um, so, you know, at least creating one to, to two articles about the upcoming event uh, you know, what, what you should wear, maybe some popular trends, whatever you can do to associate your brand with a festival. And then, uh, you know, if you're, if you want to put together some custom incentives and bundles for festival goers, then you can do that almost like a, a music festival kit that you can offer to people. Let's say they're in Los Angeles and you know that they're going to drive to Coachella. Uh, Coachella took that took place last week, it's taking place this week. So people probably are in route to Coachella now. So if, you, if, you're, a, if you're a cannabis retailer or a brand and you're on the way, that's a perfect place for you to position your brand and really just speak to, you know, speak to the customers where they are. So that content that you created, the, the, photo, the, the photo gallery that you put together, like whatever you can do to give your website a fresh look for festival week, depending on which week it is, then definitely uh, take advantage of that as much as possible. And you can also, you know, include some of those images in your SMS campaigns, email campaigns, making sure that, you know, your entire marketing strategy in marketing strategy is integrated. So everything is in sync across all channels. 
That's an excellent strategy. So we have prepared and prepared and prepared. <laughs> now we're ready to party. <laughs> so let's talk ad strategy during the music festival. How should we be targeting these party animals and where should we be targeting them? Yeah, so, you know, for example, at Coachella, we know that the event is taking place at the Empire Polo Club. We have the address in Indio, California. Uh, so the first thing would be, you know, know the date range of the event. And then you can draw a geofence around the entire Empire, Pool, um, Empire Polo Club. Um, so blanket the entire Coachella Valley with, you know, with the targeting so that you can actually show them display banner advertising. So, you know, if you're a brand, this is a great way to, to gain brand awareness. And if you have a, like a partner retailer in the Coachella Valley, then these ads can focus on, you know, driving in-store foot traffic or delivery sales to one of your partners. And if you, you know, really plan ahead, then you can even split the cost with, the, with your partners. It's a win-win. You're going to be driving brand awareness for yourselves, but also in-store in store, um, sales for your, your brand partners and retail partners. Uh, you know, we, you know, a lot of people are going to be trying to traveling in and out of the, the kind of event area. So you want to make sure that you kind of, you can leverage people when they're in Uber or Lyft. So there is ride sharing advertising that you can do with like five to 10 second advertisement slots in between like videos or advertisements of local businesses. So, you know, just, uh, you know, just a reminder in your videos, you can't show consumption of the product. So you really want to uh, kind of just make sure that you're conservative with those ads. Definitely. And then when, you know, within the Google apps, you can launch lifestyle display ads. That's within Gmail, YouTube, Google apps. And those ads will be shown native within the apps and they'll say something like sponsored or, or paid, uh, or they'll be shown in the form of like a bumper ad on the bottom, bottom of the of the banner, uh, sorry, of the app. So if they're scrolling through something, you might see like a, or watching a video on YouTube, they might see a little bumper uh, banner advertisement there, which you can be your brand. So there's a few ways that you can reach the audience is there. <clears throat> Perfect. I mean, you covered a lot there. I, I love the ride sharing option. That's always my favorite. People want to go here. They want to go there. You know, they're coming to the event. They maybe, they, maybe they're staying off site. So you really have a, a huge opportunity there. I think that's probably my favorite takeaway here. So, yeah. okay, we've reached post-event. Everyone's hangovers are gone, hopefully. <laughs> and we want to make use of all the data that we've collected during the event. So our post-music festival advertising strategy will be all about analyzing our data, looking at our pre-event ad conversions, and building out retargeting campaigns. What are your tips for retargeting ads? Are they more expensive? What should you include in the creatives? And where should you consider serving them? Yeah, so I guess the first step would be to install a retargeting pixel before you launch. So during that setup phase, make sure that it's on there. So anyone who clicks on your ad will be placing into your retargeting pool. So you can serve impressions to anyone who's within that pool to increase the, you know, the likeliness that they'll make a purchase with you. And you know, we typically follow the, the marketing rule of seven. So a customer may, you know, they need to see your, your brand or your ad seven times before they'll make a purchase with you. <clears throat> and then looking at um, the creative type. So, you know, you can, I would definitely recommend like offering an incentive with, uh, with the creative. So, you know, they, you know that they have seen your brand before. So maybe like a first time 
customer purchase, 10% off your first order. We've seen that uh, incentives all the way up to 30% off your first order do really well. So that's another, another idea or, you know, maybe some type of discount if they, um, if they join your loyalty program, they may get 20% off their first order. So there's a few different ways you can work the creative within there. And then as far as where you should serve those, and you can do retargeting ads within the MediaGel uh, display network, and you can do it through the Google display network as well. And those would be you know, different ads that would follow people around, kind of reminding them of your brand and ensuring that they're top of mind so that they you know, consider your brand uh, when they're looking to kind of re-up on their Canvas purchases. And if you do all of that, you will definitely be targeting everyone at the music festival for a year to come as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that's uh, that audience data. You know, you can you can run uh, remarketing campaigns for them. You can do uh, kind of different different segmentation. So let's say they're at Coachella and 50% of those audience members end up in California, maybe some travel to, to other states that so you can target them with um, you know, different ads depending on where your brand is focused. So, you know, some delivery services, they only focus on SoCal or NorCal. So just really, uh, when you're activating those ads, you wanna make sure that's within the perimeters or the, the zip codes that you actually wanna drive conversions. It's definitely important advice. So take note of that. Yeah. And then any other questions uh, for any, you know, from anyone in the audience uh, that you'd like answered, you know, just a reminder, there's, you know, there's going to be a, a major uptick in traveling this year. Uh, you know, something like 150% increase year over year. So um, it's going to be a great opportunity for cannabis brands to, to really get in front of a new audience. There's a lot of new uh, adult use markets coming into play, New Jersey, uh, just uh, went adult use today. I know York is coming as well, uh, New Mexico, and there's other, other states that are coming aboard. So really make sure that you, you could do your, your research, find uh, which you know, events are taking place in your local area and you know, really plan to take advantage of those. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we covered four music festival marketing strategies for cannabis brands and a whole lot more. So thank you so much for having me, Guillermo. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, just a reminder, you know, MediaGel connects brands and retailers with cannabis consumers, you know, through our ad network of mainstream publishers, mobile apps, games, and TV. And we help cannabis companies advertise on Google, you know, supporting SEO and activate data with display advertising to support e-commerce sales. So, you know, really, uh, if you'd like to schedule a time with us to learn more about you know, activating some of these data points, I'll uh, place my calendar here in the uh, Zoom chat and, you know, would love to uh, speak with you more and learn more about uh, how you can reach uh, music festival goers. <laughs> All right, good. take That's care, good. everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.